James, we still we still haven't tried your beers because we know they're going to be big, uh, big beers, and mm-hmm. weeknights are not for us when it comes sure. to that. <laughs> big beers. Um, but I'm really excited, and it was so sweet of you to send beers. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I hope the okay. uh, I hope the uh, IPA held up because I'm sure it got hot in the truck. <laughs> I, we'll I, see. Fresh, freshness is the most important thing, and that thing is what at most canned what four weeks ago. Yeah, I think three or four weeks. Yeah, yeah it's going to be great. Not worried about the uh, the shaking up, but I drank a beer the other day, JP. We're going to move right into a cold open here. Wow, you drank a beer. I drank a beer. It, it was Belgian. Ooh. It had it had an eight uh, percent uh, whatever. That sounds Belgian. And uh, it was a golden ale, and I don't remember what it was called. Rock. JP, I went out to eat for the first time. He just did this last weekend. And you did that too, right? Oh my god, it was really nice. I hope you had a better time than I did. Oh no, what happened? Was it JP, JP Junior? No, no, no. We went out by ourselves. The grandma's babysat. JP, I ordered a scallop dish. And the scallop In dish Nevada? Was- yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was, the scallops were good. It wasn't the quality of the dish that I'm complaining about. Okay. The scallop dish was $38. Woof. How many scallops did you get for that? Let me guess. Yes. Four. How many scallops, scallops I got? I'm going to guess four. Top end you know, five. GP, it would be, it would be nice if I got four scallops. Oh, no. That would be a good amount. $38 with three scallops? Three scallops, JP. Fuck that, man. You got to get, I, you got to get your ass to Maryland. And when we're, someday when we're back there, you're going to come and visit us and we're going to get you the freshest fucking seafood for so like, cheap. You're going to love it. They're like bigger there too, right? And they're not bigger, but they're fresher. They're better. Okay. I, I mean, always they, they like, that like, like literally like some dude got that out of the Chesapeake Bay yeah. four hours ago. Like, like you're eating the freshest fucking seafood you've ever I've always had heard East Coast is like a little bit bigger. Like the ones out here are very small. We got them big boys, the ones that they, when you go to the fancy pants restaurants and they're like, if they give you three scallops at the fancy pants restaurants <laughs> slash the Maryland restaurants, yeah, you're take like, home. I can't eat all three of these. God, Pack I it up me. for me. I miss Maryland. Welcome to Friendsman, the best show about friends who talk about friends and their friends, and it's a friend show. And Chris White, good luck in the editing. Guys, this is Friendsman. I am one of your two hosts, JP, but I am very honored to introduce my best friend, one of the funniest and nicest guys I have ever known in my life. He's got a fuzzy head. He's sitting in the garage. Ladies and gentlemen, Nate. Nate, how you doing? What, what, where you raise the roof? I'm doing good, JP. JP, how are you doing? You know what, Nate? I'm doing really well. I'm doing really well. You know, I it, it just, it's been a tough, long time <laughs> and things are looking better now. You've been inside for two years. Oh my God. I was talking to somebody today. I realized I haven't seen my father since Christmas 2019. Wow. That's a long time. It's, I, that's a I, long I, ass time. But I'm fully vaxxed. I'm going to hug some people. I'm going to cough in their mouths. It's going to be great. 
make out with some people on the street. Oh my God. Everyone I see watch out. I got a wild tongue. Uh, we got a guest here with us today, JP. Wait, we do. Why didn't you get a guest here with us? Uh Our boy, James, James in the house. James James. is here. James house. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine, baby. How are you doing? Wow, I'm sorry. Did we get James? Did we get sexy radio DJ? James knows about audio. He's got a fancy audio setup. James, tell us in detail about your audio setup. Let's, I let's talk do about not that. leave a detail out, James. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, it's not as fancy. I mean, I guess I'm using a pretty, pretty good sounding microphone. You sound um, like chocolate. Let me put it that smooth. way. <laughs> it's so smooth. Well, I got a uh, Sennheiser uh, E935 vocal mic. Um, that's going a into a numbers. little Yamaha. I only mixer. know Sennheiser because that's the one that the professionals use. That's true. That describes Whatever. me. All right. So he's dunking on us, Nate. <laughs> and now James, James is a professional. James, I see you drinking a beer and I want to get down to that in a bit, but let me ask you something. First of all, where are you talking to us from? Um, I am at my, um, my parents' house because they have better internet than my house. Um, in Placerville, California, is that northern, middle, southern, Oregon, um, central, California? central California? Yeah, and I live in the mountains about uh 20 minutes away from here, but we can only get DSL up there. So down here, Nate, it's a little, little Nate, less rural. Don't do it, <laughs> don't do it, Nate. <laughs> Uh, you think I'm going to make some sort of lewd joke, JP? <laughs> <laughs> you would never. You would never, buddy. That's not my style. Three for 38 bucks? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I came home and my wife and my, my mother-in-law and my mom are all like, well, well, you know, I don't know. It's Nevada. I guess they got to fly out here and everything. I'm like, no, I got ripped off. Why are you on the restaurant side right now? <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up, yelled at all of them. Nobody had your um, fucking back. That's bullshit. <laughs> I have a um I have a kind of opposite opposite story to that. Is yeah. uh it's um <laughs> trying not to get too personal with this. I um it was a uh like a kind of last outing with a um on a former relationship. Um it was kind of like our our last time out and we were breaking up. So uh, we went to uh, Bodega Bay and got oysters, barbecued oysters. And I was like, oh, this will be fun. Be I mean, fun that's thing. good as shit. Yeah, it was great. Um, I mean, the whole day was great, but we got these oysters and they were like that Whoa. big, like gigantic. It was that's way too much. And it's like, you can't save a barbecued oyster. That thing is good for about 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So that's the, the, the thing out here is we get all the Gulf oysters like they don't in texas they not many people have access to the east coast or the west coast oysters so yeah. you just get those gulf oysters they're i swear to god it's like it's like a measuring cup full of oyster it's it, it is an ungodly yeah, this, amount this thing was like the size of a vortex football it was ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> that's a good reference we're only talking you know about big food here on friendsman today is big food week so james i i you know, the the show is is obviously about uh, talking about the show Friends, the Friends show. Um, but it's also, you are someone that I personally call a friend. I, we've, we've, friend. We've, we've, we've met on the internet and, and yeah, Nate too. And, and, but 
I want to get to know you. I want to get to know you. And I want to get to know a little bit about you to me are this amazing, sensitive, professional brewer who makes some of the coolest music I, I have ever heard. And I'm, I'm not okay, come just on, blowing come smoke on. up your eye. No, but every, <laughs> time, DSL, every time, <laughs> every time, every time you, you share one of your music clips with us, it's just, it blows my mind. I, you're, I've listened to your DJ sets. I, I'm just in awe. But how's that coming out of middle California? Um, I mean, I... <laughs> I grew up in San Jose. So um, there was a lot of... Um, like the music scene out there is a lot of like, uh, like hardcore and stoner metal, which I mean, I love stoner metal. Never really got into the hardcore or like post What's stoner scene. metal? And Claire's going to kill you for not being into hardcore. <laughs> I mean, I like some of it, but just not what was coming out of my area. Um, stoner metal is like a really slow, lower, heavier Black Sabbath. Okay. I might listen to that. Can I smoke weed while I listen to it? Uh, yes. Yeah. Half okay. of <laughs> I think that's, half that's, of the bands think, have a weed pun in the I name. think that's why... I think that music is why we have Black Moth Super Rainbow. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like, uh, yeah, Sleep uh, is from San Jose, California. They're one of the bigger stoner metal bands. But like, there's a bunch of other bands. There's like Bongzilla and um, <laughs> like, I like that. I think there's a band Weed, just called Weed Eater. <laughs> Weed Eater. Wow. That's cool. It's a band out of. Um, I think they're out of Salem or Portland (laughs) and they're just called weed with like eight E's. All right. Hey, they're honest. They're honest in their marketing. Oh yeah. (laughs) So James, James, I I was going to, yes, there was the same thing. Nate, I was going to the same place. (laughs) I, I, I currently have three beers in my fridge that are from uh, James's brewery. So, Wow. I didn't know they were from James's brewery. I thought he just sent you some like of his favorite beers and stuff. That's cool. Oh yeah, they're they are mine. <laughs> well, my family's. It's uh it's a family run business. Uh my dad and I are um going to be brewing. We uh contract brew at the moment. So uh another No, it's a great way to make money. Uh one yeah. of my favorite uh breweries in the in in Maryland, contract brews like 70% of the time. And then they get to use that money to make the beers they want to make for limited releases. And it's, it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. That's um, basically our distribution beer is going to be made by contract still. And then we're going to just make beer for our tap room when that opens, which we're hoping hopefully by August or September, I would like to not open like in the dead of winter here. Cause it's <laughs> yeah. very slow. But, now, James, um, I, it, it, in terms of that, I got to ask, though, can you confirm for our audience that you are, in fact, vaccinated? Yes. Yeah. Good. Good. Well, good. Okay. Okay. We're going to have to kick you off the show. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're all vaccinated <laughs> on here. <laughs> we all got the vax. We're all vaxxed up. <laughs> and, I, James, I just have to follow up. Which vaccination did you get? Um, I am a Pfizer boy. Nice. Pfizer in the house. Yeah. yeah. Are all we right. all Pfizer? Right. We're all Pfizers. We're yeah. all Pfizer here. Hell yeah. I got my tattoo and everything. Some people are really <laughs> serious about that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of it. 
I hope it doesn't go too far. Let me put it that way. That the, oh, I'm, the Pfizer Moderna thing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm absolutely having a barbecue, but I'm only inviting Pfizer people to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm creating a post-apocalyptic gang, and we all ride <laughs> spiky <laughs> motorcycles. Moderna, come out and play. <laughs> I'm getting a PF tattoo over the uh, needle hole from the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. The Johnson and Johnson guys are all dressed like baseball players. Oh, those J and J guys are a joke. <laughs> get a real vaccine, losers. Hey, you gotta get two shots to <laughs> you have to have two shots to play. <laughs> yeah, come on. One shot? That that's not it's clearly not what we're doing. So we're all vaccinated. But has anyone ever watched the show Friends? I'm gonna start with James. James, what's your relationship with the show Friends? Nate, I stole it from you. I apologize, but no, it's fine. It was a much better segue. <laughs> James, what is your relationship with the show Friends? Uh, you already said you, you you think you've seen this episode. You said it uh, before we were recording, but you you think you've seen this episode like four or five times. So it sounds like you're yes, a, yeah, you're, this, you're, you're a friend of the Friends show. Yeah, this isn't exactly a um, you know uh, uh, what I would consider a classic episode, and then as in something you would quote all the time. Um, so yeah, I've seen the majority of the series that many times. Um. Yeah, I grew I'm glad. Up with that, it. I'm glad that this episode wasn't the one that you were like. I don't like the whole series, but this episode is my favorite episode of television <laughs> I've ever seen. I'm going to watch this four or five times. <laughs> um, we we've got ugly naked guy in the opening. JP, I think it's the right. first time they call oh, him yeah. ugly naked guy. Yeah, it's <laughs> the first time he's named. I believe. Yeah. Wow, that's a big moment. That's a big mm-hmm. moment on the show. Um, they do say that he has incredibly large Christmas balls. Yeah, they do. L- little and blue for my taste. It's a little blue for my taste. It's obviously a joke, and I caught it no problem because I'm aware of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nate. So, um, so, so, yeah, take us through the beats. They're they're talking about the uh, Christmas tips that we give to people. Right, we we tip people for Christmas time. Here's the record scratch right now. Do you guys do Christmas tips? You gotta. James? I I haven't really been in a situation where I've needed to tip at Christmas. I mean, I would if I had like uh if I've ever like met my garbage man. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's a that's a valid point. And I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say I no, I have not. I have not. And it's one of those things that television told me I'm supposed to do, and I've just never done it. Nate, who do you tip on the holiday? Well, I will give like my mail carrier, like and, and I and granted, um, I guess I also haven't done this for like two years because I've never seen the mail carrier. He's never come up to the door or anything. But like, hey, hey, I'll leave him. I'll leave him some money. Carrier too. So check your <laughs> check your white privilege. I'm so sorry, JP. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll give him that, and I think I think also like the uh, facility of like living in a New York building. Like you might have a doorman. You might have like uh, New York uh, super <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. Thank you. Uh, you have people that you might need to tip when you live in a New York apartment building. Have you lived in a New York apartment building? I, I guess I don't know that, JP. I'm just drawing from my uh, uh, no, experiences no, I, I, on the I, Friends I, television. I was, <laughs> <laughs> my only life lessons are Friends. No, I, I, I just I've never been in a situation where I've done that, and 
I don't know if that makes me a bad person. It might. And, and honestly, if anybody wants to chime in and tell me that I'm wrong about this, I'd love to hear it. I'd also love to hear from the people who are like, it's not that world anymore. I don't yeah, have a true. relationship with my mailman. I don't have a relationship with my, my garbage collector. Yeah, I never oh, met God. my last Sorry, mailman. my mail carrier. That was shitty. I, but anyway, I just well, have never done Female garbage collector, JP, please. There you go. There you go. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh-huh. I, um, I got my car smogged um, last weekend. And I like, you know, put my card in to pay. And then there was a window asking me if I wanted to tip. And I was like, I just paid $90 for this and I have to do it to get my car registered. Is this a situation where I tip or is this just like the default setting for Clover that he has set up? <laughs> it's, it, dude, it's, it's, it's kind of brilliant. Like when, when, when I go and I pay and they're like, they, they have the flipped iPad that I sign on and then it's like, do you want to add a tip? And I immediately am like, oh God, this iPad's judging me. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, like, and the person's looking at you. It's it's a good scam, honestly. Yeah. So did you tip? Um, I did not, but um, I did bring my um, sister-in-law the next day to smog her car because she needed a smog due too. And they what gave her a referral discount and then she... She tipped on her bill from that, so that yeah, awesome. it all makes up. Yeah. Haley Joel, I tipped with more right. business. <laughs> so Monica tipped all her people with cookies, which is a big no-no. You know, I it, I have to say I side with the guys on this one, even though they're kind of proven wrong, but not really because honestly, no, that's a bullshit tip. Give people money. People, people want money. They don't want yeah. your goddamn cookies. Yeah. I would settle for like a uh, California pizza kitchen gift card like that. Yeah, that's better than cookies. <laughs> or yeah. like edibles. Give me, you're going to give me cookies? Edibles. <laughs> yeah. You're going to give me cookies? Are they funny cookies? That's good. It's a call, it's a call back to the episode. It's a call back to the episode. Uh, There's a funny brownies joke. Come on. Is there a funny brownies joke? There's a funny brownies joke. I, I feel okay. like I feel like it's been a while since anybody's. Really yeah, I may have forgotten that one. It's, um, um, I think it's. Uh, <laughs> were they funny brownies? No, but they did have pot in them. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. That's ex- she actually says. She actually he says, "Were they funny brownies?" And she says, "Not especially." That's hilarious. But I do think they had <laughs> marijuana in them. Yeah. That's so it's, 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 it's a really good joke. I have to say, there, there were a couple of times in this episode, I laughed out loud, and one of them erupted in laughter. But we'll get into that as Nate tells us the plot. So Monica reveals that she tipped everybody with cookies, and then they get all their mail back, right? And it's all smashed with a bunch of cookies inside of it because the mail person's pissed off at them. Oh, no, it's worse. It was her. It was the ornaments her mom sent right. her. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a big smashed package. Uh, we get the the theme song. I'm super pumped for the theme song all the time. It's uh, so good. It's a great theme song. Uh, so this is something that I noticed on this episode. Joey, right, right after the thing, Joey says he can't believe it's Christmas already. And I think that's a meta joke about the show being on a break. They were on a break. Oh, <laughs> yes, wow. Thank you, James. <laughs> wow, James. 
But Which, I think wait, they do a Thanksgiving like episode. After, was this an, oh, okay, okay. And so then they take they like a little break. Episode? You're absolutely right. If this is the Christmas episode, the last one was the Thanksgiving episode. So They're yeah, bullshit. Okay. The Thanksgiving oh, episode. Yeah. A little meta joke for those of us that are paying attention. Like Nate and I. A little meta joke. Everything about the show. It's like when they commented on their hair being cut in the in the first episode of the second season. Meta jokes. It's like that type of thing. Uh, Ross got Rachel a slinky. I, I think she was unappreciative. I also, yeah. I also, he started singing the song and I immediately went to... Uh, what rolls downstairs? Uh, uh, uh oh, the, the log song runs over your neighbor's dog. Yes, <laughs> press stack, it fits on your back. It's log, log, log. It's Is log, that what you're log, talking about? Log. That's immediately where I went because Slinky eat a dick, honestly. Log, yeah, is the log over. song is better. Uh, log is so cool, dude. I want log. Well, does log. Rachel have stairs in her building? Oh, yeah, there's no elevator. We've talked about this previously. There's no elevator. Then, so yeah, she could I mean, go out in the hallway and be the slinky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she could go out in the hallway and be the creepy neighbor who plays with a slinky in hey, the communal stairway. Yeah, no, <laughs> creepy. But we well, have Gunther's spoil... first line, Jake. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> but there is we find creep. out he has stairs. Yeah, there we is don't... a creep that will play with that slinky. <laughs> we don't do stairs and we don't do spoilers on this show, okay? Neither of these are acceptable. No, you're right. And, and, and Nate, Nate, I got to ask, is that Gunther's first actual spoken line? I believe so, yeah. I think it was. Yep. Wow, Gunther. Gunther. And we'll... Gunther, who is an inspiration to our friend Franklin, friend of the show, who loved Gunther so much that he wrote a spec script of a spinoff about Gunther. And we will hack into Franklin's We need to get it. We need to get it. We will get it from him. Oh, Nate. Oh, oh. Farming his passwords. Uh, As I was re-listening to the uh, Rounding Down Jerks episode, um, we absolutely need to write a spec script and then, but, but like a, a real dedicated spec script. Like we're not going to be doing all balls and, and, and sleeves tweets uh, references. We're going to do like a real <laughs> spec script. And then we're going to get people. We're going to, we're going to ask people who were friends. Role. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For of sure. Hundred percent. feel like we, it really like it grabbed me today. I was in the shower, listened to that episode and I was like, fuck, that's actually a really good idea. But see, one of one of the things I've been thinking about it, and James, feel free to weigh in on this too, because sure. I'd, I'd like your opinion on it. I have always been of the opinion that a modern day Friends reunion is going to suck. And you know now what I mean? they're actually doing it. And now they're actually I know. fucking doing it. I know. And like, like I don't want to see Joey on Tinder. I don't want to see like... Uh, I, I don't even fucking know, dude. Like Phoebe, Phoebe's huge on TikTok or whatever, I guess. Like this is all just so empty. And like, I guess maybe it could be good, but I can't think of a way to make it good. Well, certainly not, I don't think the network is going to make it good. It's not timeless at all. As soon as you bring something right. like that and then it, uh, yeah, it loses this like, uh, you know, it loses all future novelty if that's a thing. Sure. <laughs> So, so my point, JP, is I think maybe we should write like something set in the '90s. Oh no, no, no. that was my idea. Too. Yeah, okay, I, I completely cool, cool, cool. agree. I don't want to yeah. do a reunion. I want to do like an alternate universe, a real script, still 
it's it, it, it honestly, I don't even want to acknowledge the last couple of seasons. I want to jump in and do like a season three, season four episode. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's a great idea, dude. That's the that's good prime stuff. time friends. That's the good stuff. Okay, so what Before happened? Joey week? and Rachel got together. Oh uh, my god. <laughs> Ross hey, comes in and starts hey, showing hey, his presence. Come on. She made him switch to light mayo and his pants fit better. <laughs> So Ross brings in his presents for everybody. He buys his mom a really cool military blouse, right? That blouse fucking ruled. <laughs> it's got medals and shit on it. Um, and then uh, he pulls out a frame with like a generic frame picture in it. And Phoebe says that that's her dad in the frame. I'm going to go ahead and jump in and say, I hate this story so much. I found it extremely sad. That's yeah. why and I, I agree. Story so I agree. It, it yeah, just, I, I, it, it's there's not even like a funny payoff, and sure, it, it's just like and, and or a heartfelt payoff. It just kind of felt empty. Like, hey, yo, your grandmother lied to you your entire life. Yeah, it, it, it's awful. I and did it's, appreciate it's continuing to lie to her, even though she's found out. Is at the end of the episode. I did appreciate the Albert Einstein photo right. when she's leaving, yeah. and she says goodbye, <laughs> Grandpa. Like, okay, <laughs> that was a good bit, but it's no, it's just I feel so bad for Phoebe in this episode. So she I do starts. Think there, sorry, I do yeah. think there's like a like a heartfelt thing where um, like Joey and Chandler get closer to Phoebe. Like I think yep. that's that's All good. Right. Like they, yeah. That's nice. They they tell you, you know, you don't have to go talk to your dad right now, you know. Yeah. Wanting to yeah, was a big first being step. Good friends. Yeah. That's hey, that's the title of the you show. Know what? You know what? That that makes a lot of sense. That makes Pointing a lot like of sense. Leo. <laughs> 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 the friends break a tour that, hey, that's not your dad. That's a frame model. He's doing a bunch of frame model stuff. And so Phoebe goes and talks to her grandma, like we talked about. And uh, it turns out that her dad's not a famous tree surgeon. That was a funny joke. That was a funny joke. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and then that the, box that's full of framed photos. They're yeah, not, right. <laughs> the photos were not pulled like, from the frames. <laughs> yeah, right. And they're all very generic photos. Like, here's your dad flying a kite in a field. And like, here he is at several different graduations, I think was one of the jokes. Um. We cut back to Monica's apartment and she's Chandler's telling a story about his dad uh, dressed up in a Santa suit, stumbling around drunk. Right. And uh, people it, say, it was, oh, that's- it was it was it was not it was not funny. I, I, Claire and I both turned to each other and we're like, that's not funny. Right. That's <laughs> well, he didn't say <laughs> Santa suit. You didn't, no, say he didn't Santa say suit. Santa. He said red suit. And then they right. said, oh, man, that sounds like an awful Christmas. And he says, who said anything about Christmas? Anything about Christmas. <laughs> I just, I, it, you know, it, it, reliving childhood trauma never really sits well with me. And I think I had the awareness, yeah. too, of what happened. Like, like also, we know a lot about uh, Chandler's dad mm-hmm. after the fact. It, it, not my favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. One of the jokes that did make me laugh very, very much is when Joey says that he understands what Phoebe's going through. And Chandler goes, how do you know what she's going through? 
She just told us. Nate, <laughs> I cackled <laughs> that is so yeah. hard at that joke. It, it was it was so good. It, it's such a great joke. It's, joke. it's a joke that like it's um yeah, trying to think of like the 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 best jokes that I've ever seen that I think I would still cackle at. And one of them is um in the naked gun when they're at the hospital. And Nordberg's wife is crying and then leans on Leslie Nielsen's jacket. And then when she pulls away, there's a long string of booger. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> she goes back in to cry more. And then there's another long string of booger. It's one of those moments that like I died laughing the first time I saw that. And I will forever. Um, this is that level of joke to me. I think that it was so well structured. It was so well executed. I, I just thought it was the funniest fucking thing I had ever fucking seen in my life. So, JP, you're yeah. talking about the airplane booger joke while I choked on water and I almost killed myself. <laughs> <laughs> I recently, Nate. I, I recently rewatched Airplane, and that like. There's about maybe like a collective two minutes in that entire movie where a joke isn't being said. It's yeah, insane. It's incredible. Oh my god, it's it's so many jokes per minute. Now, Airplane Two is not is not as beloved, but I will say, and it is a dated and incredibly racist joke. <laughs> but I gotta say, when they're in the, the the they're in court and they're like, "Do you swear to tell the truth? Nothing but the truth," and 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 it, it, the whole thing. Uh, and it's one of the quote unquote jive speakers from the first movie. And instead of saying, I swear, he says, ain't no thing. And then he and the Bible high five, do like a up slap, down slap, high five. And it's, it's just like, it's, it's a tasteless racist joke. It is the idea that like you would get yourself sworn in by doing like a high five it is really fucking funny. It is really funny. <laughs> and he says, ain't no thing. Yeah, that's really funny. James, what's your favorite uh, Zucker Brothers joke? I mean, I <laughs> I almost constantly like since I rewatched it uh, a couple months ago. I'm just always like Clarence, Clarence. What's your vector, Victor? Oh, Roger, Roger. <laughs> you, and you gotta love. Do you like Gladiator movies? But honestly, the best one, the one that really you can find ways to put it into your everyday life is, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. I like to uh, say that I have a drinking problem and, and smack. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one too. But my favorite joke is from Scary Movie Three, when uh, what's his face uh, is holding a shovel like a gun, and he cocks the shovel, and a oh, shotgun yeah, that's shell great. flies out of it. <laughs> okay, that's very really good. I gotta say, my favorite scary movie joke, which I think we've talked about on the podcast before, is when it's uh, it's it's one of the Wayans brothers, and he's in the bathroom. And there's like a hole. So he puts his ear up to it. And then the guy sticks his ding dong through, but they actually show it coming out the other side of his head. (laughs) There's also one. I don't want to get too blue on here. Can I get blue? No, please. Oh, we get blue. We get blue. (laughs) Okay. JP just talked about killing a man with an erect penis. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a, I don't know if it's a deleted scene or it's actually in scary movie too, but, um, there's a scene where uh, Marlon Wayans is um, is hooking up with a ghost in a corner, and then he looks around and says, "Oh no, someone's coming!" And she's like, "Who?" And he says, "Me." Oh my god! 
And let's let's not forget that Shorty uh, from Scary Movie, Scary Movie 2, Shorty Meeks, as it says here, played by Marlon Wayans, one of the greatest characters of the last 50 years of cinema, uh, the pot-smoking guy, Shorty. I'm only going to disagree because I think that perhaps the greatest character in any movie of the last 50 years has got to be Little Man. Little man, yeah, okay. That's a close. That's that's a close race. That's a good argument. It's <laughs> a good academic debate to have. Shorty versus little man, who's funnier? Um, okay, where were we? Uh, okay, so Joey made that really funny joke. Joey made a really funny joke. Uh, Monica says something that sounds like she's in a claymation movie. She says, uh, "Like you guys don't have your ple- presents yet. It's almost Christmas." Yes. Um, and then Ross is making Rachel make a list because he made a list in the last episode. Her list she, is good. Her list good is good. List. It's accurate. She says he's then, whiny, obsessive. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He doesn't seize the day. He's got way too much of that gel in his hair. He does have <laughs> way too much gel in his hair. And also the obsessive joke is really funny. They really, they drive that one home. <laughs> I, I, they hit it enough. They didn't hit it too much. It was very funny. In the next scene, Monica says, for the 28th time, you are not obsessive. That's great. That's hilarious. But uh, then, would you check yeah, the go. heater? And then he goes to check the heater. He's like, oh, yeah, fine. Like, oh, three times. I'll <laughs> check obsessive. the heater. Who's the obsessive one? It's really Schwimmer just nailing it again. And then later at the party, he's talking to an attractive woman about how, you know, how could it be too much gel? Because it, just, it says to use the size of a, of a dime, which is what I use. And they're like, that's it. That's all the gel. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's not equating for the thickness of the dime. That's, that's what it fair. is, James. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, like I've a big cylinder of gel. dimes in my life. And I'm saying that with two Cs. Some guys, did, dimes, you see, wait, did you guys see that someone posted a picture of a starfish, but it was like it had yeah, just I saw the thick starfish. and it had the bulges, so it just yep. looked like a thick starfish. Oh yeah. <laughs> I saw the thick starfish. I love I got Patrick. it saved right Patrick Patrick got it good. Good. Uh Phoebe takes her grandma's cab and Joey and Chandler go with her, which is very nice of them. Uh, she has a cheat sheet that whoa, says, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! Record scratch again." They didn't go with her to be supportive friends. Oh, they have to go get presents. They're trying to get to the outlets, and they're like, "She's gonna go. She'll spend thirty minutes there. We'll turn around and we'll ask her to stop at the outlets on the way back." They have to go get the presents. You're absolutely right, JP. They are not altruists in this. Um, but they they turn into exactly what Phoebe needs on this little outing to go see her real father. Excuse me, I had to burp. All right, um, sigh. <laughs> so Phoebe has a cheat sheet, gas right, brake left. Uh, and uh, so Chandler decides to get in the back, which is very funny. He goes, Oh, hi. Um, there's no seatbelt. It's very funny. And there's no seatbelt because the paramedics had to cut it out. Yeah, of course. Um, so Ross turns the heat down, but the heat's broken. And they try to call Mr. Trigger. Uh, and they decide that heat will be the theme of their party. I feel like it's, I'm there right now. It's a good idea. Oh, <laughs> Nate, you're still sweating real bad. I'm so glistening. <laughs> <laughs> it's a um, horrible word. <laughs> glistening? 
Yes. It's accurate, dude. Look how shiny. We're done. We're done with that word. <laughs> hey, turn your camera off. <laughs> Looks like a freshly basted ham. <laughs> um. So Phoebe gets to her dad's house. She stops, and the guys hit their head on the front of the plastic thing. That's Hilarious. very funny. Um, it is and very Phoebe, funny. Phoebe freezes up, and she can't go in. She can't face her dad. But you know what she has, Nate? She's got her friends. She's got her friends. Wow. And she doesn't need her dad. She's got her friends. And we're just going to, that's, and that's where we're going to leave it. That's great. She had no closure whatsoever. No, (laughs) even. She's fine. She's, hey, you know what? I've got uh, this misogynist and then this other misogynist and I'm good. (laughs) Now, to be fair, her dad sounds like he might've been a misogynist. So. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I keep losing my place on my notes here. Uh, Ross is talking to the girl about the hair gel and Mr. Trigger shows up and I love Mr. Trigger. He's one of my favorite characters, even Mr. though he kind of Trigger. sexually harasses Rachel. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He's trying to be flirtatious. <laughs> no, he's trying to trigger. Hey, who hung the mistletoe? Okay. Yeah, there you go. There you go. He did not. He actually was trying to be coy and cute about it. And he's like, oh, is this mistletoe? And she's like, no, it's basil. He Fuck was you, trying Rachel. to kiss Rachel. No, he was absolutely <laughs> trying to kiss. But Rachel. also, like that tradition is weird and old. But that's also what that's you true. did. It's it's they what you hung did. It there's mus- There's mistletoe. It, Rachel was mean. Trigger was a really nice guy about it, and then he just got burned. Trigger's a catch. Burned. He says Trigger's he can't get hot, dude. We know he, he does too much yoga. Skin. He's a manager of a building. That's that's management level. Okay, and he's a super. He's like that's even he's more like the repairman. <laughs> oh my god, he's a superhero. Rachel was cold. Rachel was ice cold to him. Um, and he says that he likes the cookies and that he's telling the truth. That part uh, that he he can't get the part, part. That part actually felt really good. It, it, yeah. it was the the everyone else has been pissed off that they gave them cookies, but then he's like, yeah, no it it showed you cared and like it was really sweet. I didn't nice. want the women. I didn't want the women to win on this one only because <laughs> do not give cookies as a tip. Jesus fucking Christ. Yes. There's one psycho out there. Who's going to be like, this is the best tip I ever got, but don't give fucking cookies as a tip. You give can money as a tip. Everyone who's listening, all of our, what do we call them again? Friends, friends, men and knights, friends, men and knights, all Acolytes. of our friends, men and knights out there. Do not give cookies as a tip. You can give, give cookies as a tip, but you have cookies. to give money too. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. yes, yes. See, this is why Nate and I are best friends. Money and cookies. AP, I'm talking to you. Yeah, and, come on, uh, AP. And tip 30%. If it's not yeah, beyond your means, tip 30%. Jesus fucking Christ. Tip your service workers. That was, They're out there that, suffering. They're the last ones who are getting the goddamn vaccine, and yet you're still there ordering your stupid fucking mudslide and riblets. So maybe take care of the people who are providing you with mudslides and riblets. That was the other thing about the dinner that I went to, JP. I had to tip 30%. (laughs) And I did it. I did it. I tipped like 
I tipped so fucking much for three scallops. There was already a 40% tip included on that uh, scallop dish. I'm dropping like 40% tips when people are, are bringing me. I Absolutely. Lose. I like, like, take care of these fucking. Feels good. Um, so Chandler and Joey and Phoebe get back from her dad's and Chandler goes, ho, ho, holy crap. It's hot in here. Um, which is very, it's very funny. Mm-hmm. It's very funny. Uh, there's a very funny little piece of choreography here. When Joey goes to turn the heat off, Chandler says something like, Hey, it's after midnight. It's officially Christmas. And he like moves into the center of everybody to like, try to give someone a hug. And everyone splits off and hugs other people. And he's just kind of like standing in the middle by himself being like, what the hell? And it's, it's like something I missed like a lot, but I saw it this time and it's very funny. It's the way in which like you can think of Chandler as the person who thinks people don't like him, but then (laughs) they also show that Chandler is the person where people don't like him. (laughs) Like, like, like it's a very, it's a very good move. He thinks that because a lot of people don't like him. <laughs> yeah, in fact, in fact, he's absolutely right about this. Turns out he's an asshole. <laughs> um, and so Joey just turns the heat off. He turns it off underneath because he knows how to do that. Us Italians have a natural inclination for plumbing. Um, Chris White, this is when you put in the um, That's Amore uh, free music that you have. How about right Mario there. music? Yeah, the Italian plumber. And so now the funniest part of Oh no, time's running low. I remember the rock guys Okay, Nate. You should do a whole album of this, JP. Um Chandler and Joey's presents. After the credits, we come back and Chandler okay, and Joey are okay. giving so, everybody. So, so to explain them, though, so they went with Phoebe, and she did not meet her dad, but she loved them. And then they drove back, and it was so late they missed the fucking outlets or farmers market, or whatever the fuck they were going to get to. It was the outlets, at the farmers market, and <laughs> so on the way back, she has to fill up for gas. So they supply their Christmas presents. From a gas station. And Nate, do you have any of the gifts ready to say? Rachel gets wiper blades and new car smell. Good. The new car smell. And Phoebe gets toilet seat covers, which she's really into. She actually really loved that gift. You guys. Um, Ross gets a cola drink and a lemon lime drink. The delivery of the and And a lemon lime. lime. Uh, (laughs) It was so good. It was was pure Chandler. He's and I want our guest James to say what Monica gets. Oh, uh, <laughs> Monica gets condoms. She does rib- get condoms. Ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> for her pleasure. <laughs> but do you guys notice how they can't say condoms? They never say hey. condoms. She takes them out of the box and Joey says, they're ribbed for your pleasure. And that's, uh, that's it. Yeah, that's right. They never say the word condoms because they wouldn't let them say condoms at this time. Oh, maybe, maybe they were sponges. <laughs> ribbed sponges. Can I, can I confess something, JP? I have oh, no, no idea what that is. 
I know it Sponges? from the Seinfeld. Yeah, the Seinfeld episode. I oh, know I didn't from- mean that. Oh, I'm sorry. I did not mean that kind of sponge. But also, oh, okay. <laughs> Nate, um, based on my 11th grade, well, let's talk class, about it. I have no idea what it is. Okay, so imagine an actual sponge. That can't work. <laughs> that, that. Uh, it doesn't seem healthy. Uh, I don't think that it is used anymore but i'm not uh, a doctor but i'm just gonna go ahead and give my medical opinion that doesn't sound like it can work this is gonna surprise you but uh preventative measures for pregnancy and general understanding of women's biology and health has not been the primary focus of medicine for the last thousand years that doesn't sound right. What? It's just a cum sponge? Mm, I, I mean, again, 11th grade health class. It was, uh, yeah, some sort of, um, if I recall correctly, because for some reason they were still teaching about this in my 2002 7th grade health class. Um, it's a round sponge with a concave edge on it that is soaked in some sort of spermicidal fluid. Sexy. So, Nate, yeah. I, the way that I learned it is the, the, the most effective is going to be uh, condoms. And the second most effective the is going to be... the pull-out method? Uh, nope. James, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Let me give my rankings. <laughs> I think for me, James, the pull-out is the most effective. you're calling it the wrong method, and I want to I get down to it. The rhythm method. Nate, why are you going to ruin my joke? <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep going. No, you're absolutely right. I learned about the rhythm method because I I went to public school in Maryland where everyone's Catholic and they taught the rhythm method as really? one of the forms of birth control in my health. Oh, wow. Oh, but absolutely. What if you're like, what if you're listening to Funkadelic? <laughs> James knows what's up. <laughs> I had a slightly different experience, JP, but kind of the same result, which is, they taught us that it doesn't work, but I remember very specifically them also teaching us what it was. <laughs> and I yes. was like, I wouldn't <laughs> so, have known about this if you hadn't brought it up. No, so, so, so the thing was, they, they taught us like the percentage efficacy of each one, and they were like condoms, uh, condoms with birth control, obviously, is going to be like the number one and the pill and IUD. And then they kept going down the list and they're like the diaphragm, not a good idea. And uh, the pullout method, but actually the lowest version of preventing pregnancy was the rhythm method. And they taught us that. And they were like 25% efficacy. And let's just correct what you said before. The number one way to prevent pregnancy is abstinence. Thank you. Oh, I, no, 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 absolutely. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, any of our any of our any of our friends Mennonites who are out there, single, no sex before marriage. You're single. You're not married. You might have a lady, a guy, a horse that you love. It, it's not our business. But the important thing is, James. Who was your friend of the week? <laughs> you got to pull out. You got to pull out, guys. That's all I'm saying. James, no, I'm I was, sorry. I, I always I'm not have to correct Nate on this. And I'm not I, I done kind with of love yet. it. It's an ongoing <laughs> stick where Nate cannot fucking get this. James right. wants to talk about a horse that he loves. <laughs> James, James, who was your best friend of the episode? Thank you, JP. Oh, I mean, Phoebe. Phoebe. Phoebe's mm. friend of the episode. This is a Phoebe episode. Mm. Go ahead. Tell me why. What a queen. 
Um, I mean, it's very sad for her. <laughs> and she thinks Albert Einstein is her grandfather. Uh, now, James, you're laughing when you say it's very sad for her. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Sh- I'm, I'm a little confused. That's how I here. deal with being uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> we got a Chandler here. All right, um, Nate. Who was your best friend of the episode? I'm going to answer you, JP. I do want to ask another question. Do we think that Phoebe thinks Albert Einstein is her grandfather, or does she not know who Einstein is? They don't really both. ever clear. I, I'm actually. I'm going to go both. with both. I'm okay. going to go with both. My best friend of the week was Mr. Traeger because no, I think he's funny. Best best friend of the episode. My best friend of the episode was Mr. Traeger because I think he's funny and he's got too it's, much skin. It's Traeger, not Traeger. Traeger is the Mr. Slipper. Traeger from Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm sorry, Mr. Traeger. Jay- well, I think he's cool and he has too much skin. These are facts. I think he's cool because he has too much skin. <laughs> JP, who was your best friend of the episode? I, I want to say this has never been said before by me. Joey had the funniest joke of the episode. Wow. I lost it laughing at that joke. And, 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 and he didn't do anything creepy and problematic and misogynistic, which is, there you go. that's a zero, but like, like, oh, good. He got out of the negative and got to zero. And then that joke, that, that. Yeah. Cause he was joke. gone for the party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that fucking joke. I, it, 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 it rocked me. That joke rocked me. I like, I had to pause the show to get my laugh out before we continued. It she just told us. <laughs> it's like a Sopranos joke. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Wow. It's like Christopher, Christopher goes, Yeah, I know exactly how you feel. How do you know how I feel? You just told me, motherfucker. (laughs) In a show where the Italian would relate it to the Sopranos. (laughs) In a in a show where the jokes tend to be a one-two for the beats, a one-two-three threw me off. And 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 Joey just like in that moment, I was like. Motherfucker smarter than everybody in this room, even though I know that that's not true. I, it, it was it was just such a great moment. So Joey, I, I, I for the first time ever, maybe I gotta go with Joey. If not the first time ever, it's really rare to pick Joey as the best. That is rare. The, uh, we don't do episode. that too often. I do like the idea that Joey's smarter than everyone else too. That's really funny. I've never really considered it that way. I don't know. I don't know. We gotta watch and see. Hopefully he'll date Rachel someday. James. Hey, you have well, Joey, you is the, Joey is the most street smart, I would say. He gets the spinoff. I guess Super uh, agree. is also pretty street smart. Like he's street school, smart. Super like, agree with yeah. that too. All right, James, you got anything you want to plug? Um, I have a podcast that is coming back soon. Um, Inside Jerks. Uh, we've taken a long hiatus, but we are coming back. Um, we should have an episode out. Um, I'm not sure when this is airing, so it'll probably be out by then. But um, yeah, we're going to continue recording from there on out. What's What's the podcast about? Um, it's about music and film and um, abstract conversations on consciousness. Go through a little bit oh. of um, uh, goofy improv things that we come up with um, as we're talking. Um, yeah, it's a good time. It's me and my uh, my best friend Taylor that do it. 
James, can we be on your Green Knight episode? Oh. Yes, absolutely. Oh, thank God. Yes. I thought he was going to yes. shut us down. Like, oh, no, Jeff we, already claimed that one. We have, we have never had guests, but um, yeah, Nate and I have been talking about the Green Knight for the past year <laughs> in anticipation. That's so funny. I didn't know you guys were both so jazzed about that shit because as an English major, the Green Knight is one of my fucking favorite stories of all time. Have you seen the trailer, oh, JP? I have. Yeah. Looks so cool. So yes, James, have us on. Nate, yeah. um, do you have anything you want to plug? No, I'm good, JP. What do you have to plug? Yeah, I don't have a lot going on. <laughs> you have another podcast. Plug the podcast. What are you talking about? I do not. I do, I do think everyone listening to this show, if you enjoy this banter, you should check out uh, Weird About Pluto, which is a podcast about the television show from the USA Network characters welcome uh psych which is one of the greatest shows of all time almost as good as friends but not quite um i also really want everybody to listen to annals of turd which is a fantasy podcast and nate's going to be coming on shortly and it's going to be a funny improv role-playing game fantasy thing where shampoodler just throws us a bunch of fart jokes He's but in earnestness, in earnestness, I, I want everybody to watch um, Crime of the Century. I, I, it's, it's really important. It's nice hey, you made the trailer. You're in that uh, trailer. I cannot believe I made the trailer. That's <laughs> stupid. Uh, but Crime of the Century, it's a podcast. It's a, uh, sorry, it's a documentary coming out on HBO. Much May, more important than a podcast. May 10th and 11th. Much more important. <laughs> um, Alex Gibney is the director. He did uh, Going Clear. He did smartest guys in the room he's he's an award-winning documentarian he's great and and uh, it's just it's gonna piss you fucking off it's gonna piss you off what people did as it should to make a lot of money killing your friends and family absolutely they don't feel bad about it at all so check that out may 10th may 11th um and that's it nate I mean this from the bottom of my heart. You're my best friend. I love you. I'm so glad we're doing this. I have so much fun doing this. James, I'm so lucky that I met you, and I'm so excited I'm going to meet James in real no, life around dreams. Claire's birthday. Um, been a treat. I love you too, buddy. Uh, James, thanks for coming on. Yeah, uh, of course. That's the that show. Was a lot of fun. I have always been of the opinion that a modern day friends reunion is going to suck. You know what I mean? 